Can you say hey everybody? Hey everybody. What's your name? Preston. How old is Preston? 26. How when will Preston be 27? Favorite age. So you got a birthday coming up then, huh? Yeah. You do. Are you excited? Yes. You are. What do you want to do for your birthday? <coughs> what does Preston want to do for his birthday? Do you know? We'll say, uh, the, they can't hear you shake your head. Does Preston know what he wants to do for his birthday? No. So you undecided? Yes. Mom's thinking about doing a podcast. Do you want to do a podcast with Mom? That means you talk and people listen. So, what, does, what did the doctor say Preston has? What does Preston have? Autism. How do you spell autism? A U T I S M. Does Preston have autism? Yes. Does that make you any different from anyone else? Or does that make you special? Just special. And what else? Unique, right? Are you unique? unique? Yes. Special in so many ways. Yeah. So, do you live every moment, laugh every day, and love beyond words? Huh? You gonna speak? Mom just asked you. Do you live every moment, laugh every day, and love beyond words? Yes. So, you love just like everybody else, don't you? Yes. You have a heart just like everybody else, don't you? Yes. Have we been doing this pretty much on our own? Has Mama been taking care of you pretty much by herself? Yes. For how long? For how many years? You said all my life? Yes. So Mama's pretty much been a single mom all your life, haven't I? And Mama ain't done too bad, has she? No. Did Mama do a good job raising you? Yes. Is Mama still doing a good job? Yes. Even after 26 years, am I still doing a good job? Yes. What does Preston like to do? What's Preston doing right now? Playing with Legos. Does Preston do Legos all the time? Yes. Alright guys, I just want to be, uh, I've always thought about doing a podcast and it would be to show, uh, give advice to help other single parents out there or non-single parents or families or um, a lot of people I think give up and think that when your child has autism that your children's not going to be any different, things aren't going to get any better, but I'm here to tell you that they will Um, and not to give up hope. Um, if I was had given up hope a long time ago, I don't I don't even think we would be here today. We've come a long ways. So I'm hoping with me starting this podcast that I can help other people out there. So my main focus on this podcast is one to help parents that have up and coming children with autism, either just born with it, but just diagnosed with it. Or even have a child that they think may have autism. 
I have been doing it for 26 years that I can pretty much put my finger on every child that I see that has autism. When you've been doing it as many years as I have, I don't need to go to school to be educated about autism. My son, that is 26, soon to be 27, has educated me all on his own. I don't need a book. I don't need a degree. Uh, I have hands-on experience. So... I'm hoping that my knowledge will help another family or another single mom or single dad out there that's raising children, children or children with autism, ADD, ADDHD, because he's also diagnosed with that. Um, he also, my son also has seizures, epilepsy. Um, uh, they've diagnosed him with a few other things as well. But that's my main focus is autism. Any child with any disability, if there's any parent out there that needs any type of advice, I just want to be helped to someone else so they don't give up hope. Thanks for listening. On to another one. So hopefully you enjoyed what I posted. This is my first one, so I'm practicing. So I hope you come back to listen to more. guys I hope everybody's having a good evening um like I said on my first recording I'm new to the podcast world so be patient with me in due time I promise you you will enjoy anything that I post I just got to get into the routine and get used to it and kind of get a feel of what my listeners like and I'm, I'm definitely I want to start my number one first episode. I guess you call this the second episode, but really my first first episode. Anyway, I remember when my son was born. I was a teenager myself. I turned. I was 18 years old. So I was. I was a single mother at that. Then I was also a teenager. When he was born, I turned 19 a month after he was born, so I was still a teenager. Um, it was very hard. Um, I didn't have any really family support, so I had to do it all on my own. And when my son was born, I knew something was off, even the day that he was born, something just didn't seem right. Uh, he cried all the time. Uh, he didn't have a lot of eye contact with you. He was looking off in the face a lot. He looked nervous all the time. And then just one day I realized, you know what? He's just not growing, developing. He's not doing a whole lot of anything. So as time went on, I just knew something was off. He wasn't crawling. He wasn't developing. He wasn't doing a lot of things. And I kept telling the doctor, something's off. Something is off. Something's not right somewhere. It took me taking him back and forth to the doctor, complaining nonstop because he stays sick all the time, um, finally getting some type of diagnosis. My son ended up in Duke's hospital for two weeks, couldn't keep his food down, and it was all stemmed around the same thing. But what made it the hardest was 
they wanted to say I was being a neglectful parent because my son wasn't thriving instead of saying no your son has autism because back then he's 26 they didn't have autism like they have it today so the hospital was quick to say that I was he was malnutrition I wasn't feeding him I wasn't doing this or that when I hit my son's world I made sure his world revolved around him he, he come first to everything so I had a really hard time with I fought it. I didn't care what nobody thought. I didn't care what nobody said. I never gave up fighting. And 26 years later, and I'm still fighting. So, as a parent, that's very hard. But as a single parent, that's even harder. And being a, and then number three, being a single parent of a child with any type of disability is hard on its own. But not having family, not having friends, not having a support system is even harder. So for 26 years, I have pretty much raised him on my own. His dad living 15 minutes up the road, 15, 20 minutes up the road, no support system, no nothing. I was all my son has, and I'm all my son has today. No family. You have people that, oh, we love him, and we love you, but nobody is to be found. No help. No, can I help you with anything? Does he need anything? I do it all by myself. 26 years later, and I'm still doing it. So, um, this recording is more based around when he was first born. So, I'm finding out that something was off, something was wrong, and I was going from doctor to doctor, no answers. He was sick all the time. So, this is about my first findings of something's wrong with my son something's not right and back then when he was little when he was a baby developmentally delayed is what they labeled it as they did not label it as um autism um his diagnosis was always developmentally delayed i did not start hearing autism until he got into his teenage years or they was quick to blame me for him not developing properly. When I was feeding him like I was supposed to, clothing him like I was supposed to, making him do things so he would develop, and he still wasn't developing, something was off. I kept begging and pleading with the doctors and no answers. So I went from hospital to doctor's office to hospital. And I did that for the first probably two and a half years of his life. And finally I took him to Duke Hospital and told him, look, somebody's got to help me. Something's not right. And they put him in the hospital automatically for two weeks. And that's when they properly diagnosed him or started his diagnosis when he was about two, two and a half years old. So that's the start of our story. So there's more to come. Um, I'm new to this podcast thing, so I don't even know if I'm doing this right, but... Tell me when your child or your family member was diagnosed, how old they were, or how young they were, and what was the process that you went through, or I don't even know if I did.
everybody. Hello, everybody. What is today? What's today? Happy. Hi. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. So actually, we're actually it's the end of Valentine's because it's kind of late. We're up late. Somebody's pressing playing this game, ain't he? Yeah. What you playing? Mario. Is this what you like doing for fun? Yes. You'll do it for hours and hours, won't you? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Today, this segment, I'm going to talk about um, support system, um, growing up with Preston, and all the ups and downs that I've had to go through with raising him pretty much as a single parent. And he's 27 years old. Um, all my struggles began at the beginning. Uh, I didn't have any family support whatsoever, and as of today, at his age of 27, I still don't have any support, um, either on my side of the family or his dad's side of the family. Um, I do everything pretty much on my own. Um, I'm, when it, I'm everything to him, pretty much. So if something was ever happened to me, all his support system would be gone, pretty much, um, and that's my one of my biggest fears. So, support system. Um, from day one, I never had that, never. And it has been a big struggle um, helping raise him to be the best man that he could be. And I've done a good job. What you think? Did I do a good job yeah. raising you? Yes. Are you an amazing young man? Yes. You are. You want to tell everybody how you're doing today? Yes. How are you? Doing good. You're doing good. You like doing these podcasts? Yes. Do you know us doing these podcasts is to help other people, other families that have children or teenagers or adults that have autism? Just like you. You understand? Yeah. So are you okay with helping other people? Yes. All right. So... Um, the biggest thing about having a child or adult or teenager with autism, if you have no support system whatsoever, things really seem impossible. And I mean impossible. Uh, I went from job to job. I went from home to home because I would lose my job. And of course, I'd have to start all over again trying to find another job. So financially, I had no support. Mentally, I had no support. Physically, I had no support. All I had was me. That was it. And my biggest thing is never depend on no one else but yourself, especially in the world of autism. Um, uh, With autism, a lot of people run in different direction, in the other direction when they find out, oh, you have a child with a disability. Mm. Instead of saying, ooh, I like to get to know you, they would much rather run the other way. So, my support system has been awful. <laughs> so, um, I want to be helped someone else to find support out there. That's the main, main reason me doing these podcasts is to help families out there. Um, either trying to figure out their child's diagnosis or um, anything like that I can be of any assistance. Um, this is the main reason I'm doing the podcast is so I can help someone else because I didn't have the help. And I still don't have the help at all, none. Um, like I said, the most important thing to have when you have a child is to have someone that's got your back. And I really never had that. I, once upon a time, I was married. 
but sometimes you can be married and still be alone. That was the kind of situation I was in. So I was married for about two and a half years. So out of 27 years, I had a little bit of help for about two and a half years. Uh, he loved um, both of my sons very much, but uh, it was a lot of physical and emotional abuse, um, which m- my son didn't see it, but he heard it. He heard a lot of it. So um, that's why I had to get out of that situation because he was already having enough of his own issues mentally and physically. Uh, while I was raising him, I didn't want to bring anything else on him. So I got out of that situation. So I pretty much haven't had any support at all. Out of 27 years, I had two and a half years of support. Um, and it was half, half as you call it, half-ass support. But he loved my son more than anything. He loved both of my sons, but he loved my, my oldest son, the one with the autism, more than anything in the world. He loved him way more than he ever loved me and that was what was important to me is that he loved him i didn't care if he didn't love me but that does matter because if he doesn't love me properly then he's not loving him properly so um the big thing is is when you find out your child has any type of diagnosis whether it's uh, autism or adhd adhd because my son has that as well um Get you, find you a friend that has already got a child that has autism. Get you a support system. That's so very important. I have not had that. If I could go back and change anything that I've done in my life, I would have changed that if I would have known better. So get you a big support system, whether it's your family or your friends. And if you can't find it within that, then go out there on, on the web, on the on Google, and find some meetup groups with children with um, adults with children with disabilities or autism anything like that find you a good support system that's very important um uh, not having a support system it makes it hard in so many ways so um even today even at, with him being 27 years old it's not like he was when he was younger it was a lot harder back then um, as he's gotten older it's gotten a lot easier um a lot easier but um you need support whether they're little middle age uh, adults or even an older adult with autism you just need a support system so that's the most important thing you need, that you need to focus on from the start is to find you a good support system uh, and, and surround yourself with that good people good support um there's all kinds of groups out there that you can find that kind of support from. So, so Preston, we're going to end this podcast with saying, everybody, we hope you all enjoyed our podcast. Yeah. Say, go out there. Go out there. And get you. Get you. A good. Good. Support. Support. System. System. Get good people. Get good people. To surround you, surround you, and your child, and your child, that helps you and not hurts you. Help you and not hurt you. Say, so have a good day. Have a good day. Goodbye, y'all. Have a blessed one. Say, good morning. Good morning. Good morning.
Are you going to say it? Good morning, good morning, good morning. Say hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. So I hope everybody's doing well. Well, actually, it's not morning, is it? It's 12.55. It is 1 o'clock. So instead of good morning, it's, I guess you could say, good afternoon. Can you say that? Good afternoon. <laughs> you want to tell everybody what you want to talk about today? We're going to talk about people being beautiful. You know what that is? Who do you tell every day that, that, that they are beautiful all the time, all day, every day? You. So you tell mama I'm beautiful about a thousand times a day, don't you? Yes. So can you tell mama why you think I'm beautiful? You look beautiful, mama. I look beautiful. Okay, can you tell me why I'm beautiful to you? Because I'm your mom. Because I'm your mom. Am I special to you? Yes. I am. Why am I special to you? Can you tell Mama why I'm special to you? Is it because Mama loves you? Yeah. Is it because Mama takes good care of you? Yeah. Mama does everything for you, don't she? Yeah. Do you always know Mama's got your back? Yes. Just if anything ever happens to you, who who who's got your back? You. So, every single day, Mama's walking around, either she's cleaning the house. What are you doing? What are you always telling me? What do you always tell Mama? You look beautiful. Very good. And he does. He definitely does that. I hear him say that about a thousand times a day. I, I don't care. He tells me I could be uh, just watching TV. He'll look over there at me and say, Mom. And just look at me just as seriously. You're so beautiful. Is Preston beautiful? Handsome. You're handsome. But you can still be beautiful too because you got a big, beautiful heart, right? Is Preston got a big, beautiful heart? Yeah. Is Preston amazing? I'm amazing. Yes, you are. Are you special in your own way? Yes. What what else we want to talk about today? How um, telling, letting everybody. Oh, that's another thing. I don't care where we're at or what we're doing. If you see a beautiful woman, what do you tell her? You look beautiful. If she's uh, short, fat, not the prettiest thing in the world, do you still tell her how beautiful she is? Yes. Because all women are beautiful, ain't they? Yeah. No matter what they look like, no matter how short they are, how round they are, or if they look like a witch, they're still beautiful, ain't they? Yeah. <laughs> I've never had to tell him that he needs to call women beautiful or anything, but we'll be at Walmart and he'll see a woman, and literally this is no, he likes, I think he really likes big women. Do you like women that are on the bigger side? We had a big. Yeah. <laughs> so he likes the healthy women so we'll be at Walmart and walking around and and he, he'll tell a woman in a minute how beautiful she is and does not know who she is has never spoke to her before but he'll let her know how beautiful she is is that what you do when we're at Walmart? yes so when you see a beautiful woman what do you tell her? you look beautiful do you know what that does for a woman when you tell her that? it makes her feel special did you know that? Yes. Do you tell your little, your your friend Amy that she's beautiful all the time? Yes. 
So do you have a girlfriend or is Amy your girlfriend? Is Amy your girlfriend or just your friend? Friend. She's your friend. But she sure does treat you like a boyfriend though, don't she? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I have always raised him to always let women know that they're beautiful in my own way. He's doing this all on his own. I've never told him when to say it. Where to say it at, he's always let other women know how beautiful they are. Um, Preston definitely has his own beautiful side to him. And I just, this is my way of letting everybody know. Just because we're all, di we're actually all different in, in so many different ways. But he has a character of letting everybody know how beautiful they are. And that's one of the most amazing things that I love about him. He doesn't see any flaws in anyone. And that makes him flawless to me. So, that's what this episode is about. So, we're, I wanted to do this while I had it on my mind. But he tells me about a thousand times a day how beautiful I am. So, and right now, I have been single for a very long time. And you hear women say, I need a man to tell me I'm beautiful. Well, guess what? I don't need a man to tell me I'm beautiful. Because my son tells me every day. Uh, about a thousand times a day how beautiful I am. I definitely don't need a man to tell me that because he's good enough by me. Anyway, we want to tell everybody to have a good day and that we might be back before the day's over with. But while Mama had this on her mind, we wanted to get on here and say hello to everybody. Hello. Say so have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful day. Stay safe. Stay safe. And make sure your family knows that you love them. Make sure your family knows you love them. So have a beautiful day, and we'll talk to y'all later. Have a beautiful day. We'll talk to y'all later.